Hello, I'm Phoebe. And I'm Damien. And you might be asking, what do an Aussie and a Pom have in common? Quite a lot, actually. For starters, Her Majesty has her face over all our currency. There's a great big Union Jack on all our flags as well. Hold up, wait for me! Who the bloody hell are you? Bloody hell are you? I'm Phoebe. I'm Damien. And we're right. here. And you are? I'm Clancy. We do speak the same language. And we do love winding each other up. Yeah, because you guys can't play cricket. Well, you guys don't want to play us at cricket. That's the big difference. Let's get on with the show. We discuss current events in Australian politics. While on a mission to ensure the Governor General stays in their job. Let's save the the Governor Governor General. Governor General. Very fast car that drove past. <laughs> Hello, my name is Damien. I'm joined, I'm joined by the lovely Clancy for. Is it the 27th of February? It really is the 27th. It's of almost February. March. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Where, where, where does it's time go? It's actually quite scary that the year has gone so fast. We are one sixth of the way through the year. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Well, th- th- there you go. I've just uh, put that thought in your head and. Um, we, there will be a federal election in the next couple of months. Like, I don't know about your part of the world, but um, all the electoral advertising signs are out. I was driving through Josh Frydenberg's electorate the other day, um, as, as I do, and oh, what did it actually, it actually said, like, repairing the economy, vote one, Josh Frydenberg, or, like, leading the recovery. I was just like, oh, okay, that's a very... It's so scary, though. I was watching um, jo- McCulloch, you know, Mantel McCulloch. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So they were talking about Josh Freinberg. Yeah, yep. And what, what were they saying I'm about the lovely sure our, our treasurer? Oh, I'm not sure what to think about him. He's he's um, disturbing. Okay. Disturbing, but it's a good word, I think. Okay, I think as a treasurer, he's done okay. I don't know too much about him personally. I think it's interesting. Well, that... he hasn't spent enough on money that he should have spent okay. on, and he has way too much on stuff that he shouldn't have spent on. Okay, all that. But you I know, find... that goes for all liberal. I think all politicians in general, but I just find it interesting that a an outspokenly Jewish person is a senior member in a government led by a Pentecostal Christian. You know, that's, that's the, interesting too, but it's that whole right-wing thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, possibly, but, yeah, it's... I suppose he's, he's, he's on, our, on our side, maybe, the uh, ways... Whose side? Whose side? Well, no, like, Josh is, on God, Josh is on God's side of the equation. He's just not on no. the right... No! 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 Okay, I'll... Uh, I'm if, sorry, if, no one is on God's side as far as I'm concerned. Well, for you, there may not be a God for there to be a side, but if ScoMo there believes that... There is no that... side that belongs to God. <laughs> so, anyway, God how... is off the equation. Okay, well, um, speaking of uh, off the equation, uh, the lovely Phoebe is not here yet, but that might be a problem uh, with me not telling her when exactly we were starting. Uh, she hasn't read my message yet, so she may she may still be asleep. 
But look, anyway, uh, let's She's talk. She's not of... still in America, is she? No, no, no. I think I'm very sure she is back in um or is in sunny, sunny England. As sunny a, England. Sunny England. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about politics over the last couple of couple of weeks. Um, it's. We are gearing towards a federal election and things are starting to heat up. So I think we'll start with your part of the world, Clancy. Uh, when was it? What actual what actual day was it? On Saturday or yesterday, actually. Uh, reading from SBS News. Hundreds of LGBTIQ plus advocates marched through Hobart on Saturday protesting a Liberal Senator's bill that would exclude transgender people from participating in single-sex sport. Tasmanian Senator Claire Chandler introduced the Save Women's Sport Bill, which Prime Minister Scott Morrison said this week was terrific, into Parliament earlier this month. The bill aims to amend the Sex Discrimination Act and will allow sporting groups greater rights to keep trans people from playing single-sex sport. Uh, Look, I'm pretty disgusted by this. Um... But, but the crux of the article... Actually... actually, before we get into Clancy, I think the crux of the article is that there was a conference that happened in Hobart, but there was a counter-protest outside the conference that was about five times as big as the number of people inside the conference. Mm. But anyway, so continue on. So, look, it's a, it's, it's a bit interesting, actually, that Claire Channel... I've never heard of this woman before. Same here. And suddenly she's a Tasmanian senator with some sort of influence. And she's proposed this bill. Well, now, I'm a bit, I'm a bit disappointed. I actually drove past the town hall yesterday, and there was a bunch of people outside the front of the town hall protesting okay, yep. against this bill. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty um, concerned. I would say. Have a lot of friends who are trans. Yep, and obviously and our our co-host Phoebe is a, a transgender person and our herself. Co-host Phoebe is trans. And I was really hoping she'd be in by um, now. And so. this does con- yeah, this does concern me actually. Okay. I'm like, well, I as you know, I'm not a proponent of sport. Yes, I, I figure that out. Yes. However, having said that. I do believe that people anywhere in the world have mm-hmm. a right to choose what they want to mm-hmm. participate in, and that includes sport. However, yeah. I think that it's a waste of time. Um, and part of that is that if they want to identify as trans, if they want to identify as female, mm-hmm having come from a assigned at birth male or if they want to participate as female a, coming from identified at birth as female, mm-hmm. then they should be definitely supported to do so. Okay? I, I'm, I'm basically the opinion that sport is irrelevant, but having said all that, they should be allowed to do that. Yeah, okay. Now, having said all of that, mm-hmm. this bill means that people who identify as female who were born as male who want to participate in sport as a female are not 
basically permitted to do so. And okay. I don't think that's fair. It does. Uh, so the, argu- the argument, the basic argument yep. that this this bill is presenting is that if you are biologically female or biologically male, rather, mm-hmm. at birth, and you are transgender, so you transition to female, and you choose to represent yourself as female, mm-hmm. you're therefore not permitted to compete as female in the sport that you wish to participate in. Yep. Now, there's a lot of weird... <sighs> pernicious arguments about this. Part of it has to do with the fact that if you are taking any sort of hormone replacement therapy... Mm-hmm. Or suppressions so for instance, or... If you're, yeah, so, for instance, if you... Um, a born male or assigned mm. assigned male at birth. Oh, AMAB, mm-hmm. I think that they refer it to. Um, and later on in life, you decide that you want to say join a league where you're uh, represented as a female, but not allowed to because you were born male at birth even though you might have had hormone replacement therapy to make you more female, mm-hmm. somehow that disadvantages you to actually participate in the sport. Okay, whatever it is, I don't care. Bayville, cricket, yeah, yeah. tennis, whatever. Oh, we, 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 could say, we could say gymnasiums or we could say uh, political yeah, clubs. Or we could say what it is. Yeah, but for some reason, women participating in that sport have a problem with people who were born assigned male at birth who then decide or who then identify, I'm not going to say decide because that's not the correct term, Mm. um, who then identify as transgender female want to participate in that sport as a trans as a female mm-hmm. for some reason they're allowed to because there's this provision that says that they're not really female I'm sorry but that doesn't actually apply they're female yeah it's a bit of a as we were discussing before we started it is a little bit it is a bit of a tricky one because you have what Ooh. your genetics say you have how you how your neurology is you have all these hormones and things that go up and down and you know change over time um then you also have how society sees you but there's one thing that i that um, may not also be covered is that let's say that you are a um let's say that you are a male who identifies as female now what change rooms do you go to if you go to a male change room, oh, so, so if you if you go to a you're, male change room, if you room, identify as female, you're female. I'm sorry, but it doesn't actually matter. Well, what I was going to say was, let's say you identify as female, that, but if you go by your biological gender, you're then forced to go into the male change rooms, which then means that we're forcing women into male change rooms, whereas, you know, then. But, but this is the 
thing, Damien. It goes yeah. the other way too. So it if does, you're yes. female, if you're born female, and you decide, well, you decide that your gender is actually male, mm-hmm. then you're transitioning from female to male. Yeah. Then you're using male change rooms. Yes. So and... why is that any fucking different? Um, and my you... problem, my problem is here mm-hmm. is that. If you're living in a household where you have both male and female, mm-hmm. everyone's using the same toilet. But not not at the same time, though. This is the thing, in change rooms. Well, sometimes they are. I'm sorry. You're in a family, aren't you? Yes, but we never use the <laughs> we never use the, the bathroom at the same time. Really? No, not even, not even really? me and my wife. Yeah, really? not even me and my wife. We do not. You know, it's always one person. Okay. Well, you're unusual because I've lived not the first time that's ever been said. My boyfriend has quite freely peed in the toilet while I've been in the shower. Oh, okay, that's um. Okay, I don't see a problem with that. It's mm-hmm. biology. It is biology. If you yes. need to go, you need to go. I oh, indeed, indeed. It's just. Yeah, it's like I I don't I have don't clear cut. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, I was saying like I, I don't have really clear don't cut. Really don't have a problem with that. Okay, so some some people do, and I do know there was a. Oh boy, what was it? There was a particular court case I'm trying to think of. I don't remember the details, but um. No, okay, no, I don't I don't have the details. I'm not going to say anything about it, but I, I can just say me personally, I've accidentally walked into female toilets and I felt a, a ton of embarrassment. So I can only I can only feel for people who. Okay, so I'm a nurse. Mm-hmm. I'm a nurse. I'm used to seeing people in all their glory. Okay. Doesn't bother me okay. either right, way. That's... Okay. I think that we sexualize people way too much. Okay. Biology, why, why do you say that? biology. You need to go when you need to go. Mm-hmm. It's not that big a deal. Okay. Okay. It's actually nothing to do with sex. It's just biology. We mm, need to yes. shit. We need to pay. This is a fact of life. Okay? Mm-hmm. I think that in current society, we sexualize these functions when we shouldn't sexualize these functions. They're just biological realities, and we should just accept them. What do you do? Okay? So the problem is that I think we have sexualized all of this stuff way too much. So, you know, this whole idea of men wanting to dress as women mm. to perv on other women is just weird. But I'm sorry, it's just weird. as in as in we don't that... actually need to go to all of that trouble to do that. No, but I have heard of um, cases where women, uh, sorry, where, uh, I think that's lo- made up. No, there was a, there was a court case I heard of in America where um, a student who was born male actually sexually assaulted a. Um, like I don't have to, I said I'm not going to say anymore. I don't have all the details. And then they weren't transgender; they were just male trying to pretend to be female to assault somebody. That that could well be that could well. So I'm not going to say anything more. And like me, I am me personally. I'll put it out there. I'm a little bit torn on how to ha- how mm. to handle all this. Um, me, I'll just respect the person, and you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make an argument. You know, it's just well, you, you you identify as. I'm going to call you whatever you identify as. And uh... look, I think it's fairly straightforward. If you provide private cubicles 
people just shit and piss in mm-hmm. it doesn't actually matter it really doesn't it shouldn't it's completely irrelevant what sexuality people identify as it all should be unisex it's just a biological function well that's well, there are, I don't know about in your part of the world, but I know there are some places that are providing unisex toilets. And that yeah. may be the, I have seen um, places where like have male, female and non-specific toilets. But I know I have seen a couple of places where there's just toilets are toilets and, you know, you go in there. Toilets and- are toilets. Seriously, like, it's a halt of shit in or pissing. Well, well, the, the like, toilet itself do doesn't matter what gender you are. Why do people have such a problem with it? Well, the, the toilet itself doesn't matter. Like, you know, you go in there and it, 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 you press a button and it flushes. That's all you really exactly. need. So you really need. I, I was trying to keep this conversation going in the hopes that Phoebe... Look, if Phoebe does come in shortly, we'll go back to this conversation. Otherwise... Okay. Um, now, the, one of the points I had that was going to tie into this was... Okay, so during uh, last week, what happened? There was a admin, an administrative bungle in Victoria Police... Where now? Let me just find the twenty seventh of Feb. Got getting my notes up. So back in two thousand and fourteen, a law effect came in. Uh, came in. Uh, came in. Where? Okay. So basically, over the last four. No, no two thousand fourteen would be eight years. So over the last eight years, there's been about a thousand police officers, and a couple of hundred PSOs and custodial staff, who have been doing their job illegally because the the people who swore them in didn't have the legal authority to swear them in. Because in July in 2014, there was a change to the law that meant that whoever did the swearing in had to have the express permission of the chief commissioner to do the swearing in. But these 1,000 officers and other, other ancillary staff, they were sworn in by either assistant commissioners or people uh, delegated by assistant commissioners so what then happened was because these uh, delegated de- these delegated people didn't have the express authorization of the chief commissioner, they've been doing their job illegally. Look, it's 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 a ridiculous situation because they're basically saying that because of a very small technicality, administrative error, mm-hmm. yeah, technicality, that somehow these people are not allowed to do the job that they were employed to do. Like, um, and I, I've got to say, you know, Phoebe made a very good point when she spoke to us about this, where it's very similar to the whole issue with the priest from, was it Argentina or Brazil? Oh, yes. Yes, that's... Yes, who who had been using the incorrect wording. Oh, yes, actually. I will very quickly bring that just to give a little, little bit of context. Um, but, yes, in Argentina, there was a priest for the last 26 years who had been using the wrong words when baptising people. Now, I think... What did he actually say? Um, ah, okay, so he so used the of word... We, instead of I, he said we. Exactly. So I can only imagine when someone dies and they get to the pearly gates and they, you know, they knock on knock on the gates and uh, you know Saint Peter is there and going, hey, you know, you <laughs> your name's not on the list and you find out it's because some guy back on, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, sorry, but it's such a stupid. Well, it is a stupid thing, but um, the problem is is that we expect the officers of the law to abide by the law, and you yeah, know, it's 
it's, it's, look, it's pretty pathetic that we have to rely on a particular wording to define mm. what the law is. I can empathise with the, the Victorian police force mm-hmm. yeah. that this was irrelevant. Really, oh, in, completely relevant, and it was irrelevant to the Catholic Church as well because mm. it's like, well, on one in one in one case, the whole premise for the whole thing was false anyway. Well, yeah. So but, religion, uh, our thoughts on religion aside, yeah, so, yeah, religion aside, religion aside. But the whole idea of this being reliant on a single word or a single phrase mm, is yep. pretty, it's pretty pathetic. Well, it, it may be like I suppose from our point of view, it is is fairly pathetic. But the lawyers are already going over this, and apparently there's a handful of convictions that oh. are that are now up for debate because of the the fact that these officers weren't sworn in. And one of the cases yeah. actually involves someone who is who is actually transgender. Now, if you look up the name Danny Laidley, D A N I Laidley. Um, some years back, I forget exactly which year, maybe like 2017, 2018. So previously, Danny Laidley was known as Dean Laidley, who was the former coach of the North Melbourne Football Club. Uh, a handful of years ago, Dean Laidley, who had transitioned to Danny Laidley, was arrested for public drunkenness, and a number of Victorian police officers surreptitiously took photos of Danny Laidley in in dress and uh, doing the mug shots, um, sh- took photos illegally, shared them amongst colleagues, and those photos got out to the media. So anyway, those uh, officers were charged, but it turns out that the officer who is leading the prosecution is one of these officers who wasn't sworn in legally. So, in this instance, um, yeah, it is already affecting how transgender people are affected because, you know, um, you know, if, like, I think regardless of your gender, but someone who is, uh, I'd say, somewhat vulnerable as Danny Laidley, who hadn't actually come out at this stage, this is the thing, so she she hadn't come out publicly as Danny Laidley after being known as Dean Laidley, and basically these I'm going to use the word bastard. These bastard cops tried, like, basically said, aha, we've got her, and we'll try to humiliate her by taking all these surreptitious photos and then spreading them. And, yeah, so in this case, the fact that the officer doing the, who did the prosecution wasn't sworn in has actually affected the justice for someone of the trans community, which is a... Look, it's all stupid, though. It's so particularly pernicious and you know they're picking on things that are just irrelevant as far as I'm concerned if you want if you want to pick on legal um matters matters yeah it's like well Well, I suppose the problem, though, is is that we expect things to be done by the book and by the law. Because the next part, the next point I was going to make was, uh, does Victoria Police have a culture problem? And one of the reasons I asked this is because, um, as having living in Victoria, I'm kind of well well aware of this, but a few years ago, 
the Lawyer X scandal where Victoria Police had recruited the lawyer of numerous underworld figures to be an informer um, was basically against all, all legal principle. But um, oh, when, when, it, when it came out that... I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I'm laughing here. Hello, did baby! You, did you just say, do the police have a culture problem? I may you have. I may have. Oh, they do. I may have speculated that. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh no! I think someone's got the microwave on. Ladies, I have a Good grief, Dan. Ladies, nice I... to see you, Phoebe. I've got to say, welcome to the program. Hello, Phoebe. Oh, you're you're, you're in. I might, I might edit you back into the start. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I heard. She's, I, she's I... laughing. She's laughing her head off, and it's quite enough. Okay, no, oh, I heard. Oh dear, but a uh, man after... says, "Does the police have a culture problem?" Of course, the police have a culture problem. It's the police for crying out oh, loud. Well, that's, uh... But Can when when, when there's trouble, anecdote? who do you call? You call the police. Can so... I tell you a funny anecdote, Phoebe? No, I don't. Okay, you could call the Irish so, boys to. So, Phoebe, Phoebe, evidently one of my ancestors was Sir Robert Peel. Mm. Yeah, exactly. The dude who invented was... the police force. Uh, so Robert Peel. Culture. Let's put it this way: you could have had your police commissioner called Cressida Dick. Actual name. This no gimmicks. This is this is true. <laughs> Actual is, name. Is that where no they get? Gimmicks. Is that where they get the phrase "quick feel fingers"? It's to peel or let scarper. Well, there's a few phrases there. Well, I'm sure there is, but no. Um, Phoebe, how much of that did you catch before you came in? Absolutely bugger all. Okay, I was going to say that um, over the over the course of last week, it's been found out that about a thousand Victoria police officers. Oh, is this the, is this the nonsense where they haven't sworn them in correctly, or they no, well, they, they swore them in, but the per, the person who did the swearing in didn't have the legal authority to do the swearing in because they weren't explicitly approved by the chief commissioner. Very so similar to our priest. Basically, our it's like priest. if I walked up and him. said, yeah, okay, you're, you're, okay, stand there. You're a copper now. Okay, next. And you. Okay, and you. And I was wearing a nice uniform. Oh, yeah. This is this is about as much authority as they've got, right? Pretty much. Well, no. The problem is, like, but the things that, let's say I, let's say I dress up as a cop and I arrested, let's say I arrested Clancy for something that conviction wouldn't stand because I'm not a legal legal police officer. So depends I haven't gone through the training. I don't have the legal authority you to... Arrested, you could have arrested somebody with a citizen's arrest yes, and but... then undertaken a private prosecution against said person. Oh, but you didn't it? do that. Not, not in Australia, though, Phoebe. I don't think if a citizen's arrest actually appeals here. No, it's, I don't know anyone who's ever done a citizen's yeah, arrest. don't do it here in Australia. It still exists under common law. Citizen's arrest Not in Australia. Well, there you go. No. There, there you go. But Phoebe, I mean, what, what I was going to say? Viewers, if you're listening, if you're listening, viewers, and you're a solicitor or you're a barrister and you're at the Australian bar of one of the states and territories, we're at the federal bar. Please write to us with whether you can do citizens' arrest in Twitter.com forward slash Let's Save the GG. 
No, we don't so, have it in Australia, Phoebe. Okay, well, the, the, the clans has spoken, but no, Phoebe. So what I was going to say was someone who uh, had outed Danny Laidley, who came out um, as female, but like the, they basically like took photos of her while she was in a police lineup uh, illegally and distributed those photos, I would say ostensibly to humiliate Danny Laidley. Uh, before she came out as female after being known as Dean Laidley throughout all her professional career. And the the police officer leading the prosecution was one of these people not sworn in. So that's bugged, all, that's bugged it all up. Well, let's put it this way. Ms. Laidley should just sue the backside off the old bill. Uh, well, yes, apparently that is also <laughs> happening, but um, yes... Now, uh, actually, Clancy, I think you, our previous topic is probably of more relevance to Phoebe. So, could you go go back over that? Oh, uh, remind me. Uh, Hobart protest. Oh yes, yeah. so Phoebe, so there was a, a protest in Hobart yesterday about the whole issue with the transgender law against selecting people based on their sex with sport. Oh, you mean you mean the bigots you mean the bigots and no ball bill? Pretty much, yeah. So the assholes that were selecting <laughs> I'm just being, you know, completely unselective here. Uh, the assholes who are basically saying that if you um, identify as transgender then you can't play sport. You can't play. You can't play for single sex sports for the gender that you identify as. Sports. I'm going to say exactly. this then. I, I'm going to say this then. I don't want to play with the people who selected, and they can go and shove their selection policies up their arse because it doesn't. It's not backed up by science. I agree it's with you. It's not backed up by common sense. I agree. It's with not you. backed up by humanity. These Why would people, you want to play that sport anyway? Because, because it's fun. Guess what? I enjoy playing sports, no, and I and I and I enjoy and I and I enjoy a good jumping around in the mud, which is something that happens on a regular. Like, side. I, don't know, I think you just enjoy kicking balls. <laughs> yeah, Phoebe loves kicking what balls. I would say, what I would say though, Phoebe loves hitting a few balls with a bat. <laughs> with a big. Here's stick. a question that I have to ask. Here's a question that I have to ask them. What right do they have? to determine who the fuck can step onto a pitch and what right do they have to be so invasive and here's the biggest flaw in what they would in what would happen there mm. say for example i emigrate to australia and i go there and it's like yes i'd like to play soccer like soccer why you want to don't know, but anyway there is no discernible way from blood tests on my hormone levels to checking my passport or my birth certificate to identify me as trans unless I tell you. <laughs> so you can oh, go and I... shove your bigotry up your ass. Up, quite literally. I actually completely agree with you. And I think that we should actually completely dismiss dismiss sexual identity as a requirement of what sporting team you should play with. I think it all should be one level playing field and we should have 
anyone who wants to play sport. If you're good enough to play, you're good enough to play. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. If you're not good enough to play, guess what? Go and find the correct level for you to play at. Just because you always be an international netball player doesn't mean you can be an international netball player. I I wanted to be a Formula One driver. But Uh. guess what? At six yep. foot four, I can't even get in the bloody car, let alone drive the damn There are some thing. people who think they're F1 drivers but, out but the road. This but this is the thing, is I don't think any of it should be defined by your sexual identity. It should be defined by your ability. And there's, a, there's, there's plenty of female players, doesn't matter how they identify, who play way better than the male identifiers who should be playing doesn't matter what what league they're in. Do you know what I mean? However, My favourite I... hypocrite in this whole scenario is one American named Michael Phelps. You know, 23 gold medals and all. Yeah. He has the audacity to complain about Leah Thomas, who is a swimmer out of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. having a biological advantage when he's sodding well with built to swim like a bloody dolphin. Well, that's <laughs> right. There is a, but actually, I, I will ask a question. Combat sports. Like, to me, the idea of, like... I'm going to stop you right there before oh, you dig yourself a hole. Oh, please, yes. Before you dig yourself oh, a hole and yes. go down this nonsense route mm. of striking force and so on, there is this misconception in a lot of people's brains that having gone through ex-puberty means that you retain ex-puberty for life. This has been scientifically shown to be confirmation bias hokum. Mm, After approximately 12 months of gender-affirming hormones, a cisgendered female and a transgendered female can't really tell the difference. Okay. And they estimate that the same applies if you're trans male and cis male. So like I trying to turn around and say to me that mm. I've retained the strength and I've retained the advantages of something that happened to me God knows how many years ago, when in fact it's based on my other genetic factors that do with my makeup, my training regime, who the yeah. bloody hell I'm fighting, for example. Because guess what? I could step into a ring against my best mate who happens to be a trans man in a BJJ ring and he Mm. would fold me up into a little pile of nonsense whilst I'm still wearing my clothes. Whereas he could step onto a pitch and I'd run rings around him. So let me me just posit this to you. (laughs) I reckon I could thrash Phoebe quite easily. I, so I, I, I have I have I have a I have a um, condition called polycystic ovary syndrome. Oh yep. About ten percent of of women have this syndrome, where we have a disproportionate amount of androgens, testosterone included, mm-hmm. and we have a bunch of different things associated with that, but. Naturally, I have more testosterone than most women, okay? So if I wanted to, and I actually used to 
do rowing and was quite strong. Mm-hmm. I, if I wanted to train for this, I could potentially be a lot stronger than the majority of other women. Mm-hmm. And I would would not be um, unimaginable for me to compete against men, okay, mm-hmm. if I wanted to. I never wanted to because, yep. you know, that sort of shit doesn't really interest me. But... The point is, this is a biological fact. Mm-hmm. I have and and in an inherent advantage it's inherent. that you have. It's a yeah, exactly. This is the point, and it's it's one of those things that affects a lot of other women. It's not just me. This is just a fact of life. It's across the spectrum of different people having these issues. That well, having these biological facts the genetic facts that affects them and it's not male or female it's a spectrum thing okay now i'm stronger than a lot of men i know including damien pretty much i am stronger than a lot of men i know if i wanted to i could train and thrash you damien i'm sorry but well, I could. There's only one way to I find out. I have no interest in doing so. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate okay. that. off the Governor-General. Exactly. But my point is that there's a capacity for a lot of women to excel in male-dominated sports who maybe do, who maybe don't want to, and vice versa. Now, there's... I know there was a whole thing a few years ago about uh, Navy SEALs. Do you remember this? There was a few women that applied to be Navy SEALs. I think there's like two that have actually passed, if I'm not mistaken. So my point with that is two women have applied to be Navy SEALs who actually passed the very, very rigorous physical demands of that course. Mm Mm-hmm. That was applied to male-only applicants. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and, ju- and just on the, um, apparently there's also a number of female drill sergeants, and drill sergeants are the ones who do the uh, the training for the people the who PT want to be... they leaders. Correct, yes. yes. And so that's my, also my, pretty my rigorous as well. My point with this example is that there is plenty of people who will quite easily apply for and surpass the requirements for these uh, these things okay now if you think about it lots and lots and lots and lots of men don't actually qualify for this shit no of course they don't what i would say on this point is that the reason a lot of these barriers exist particularly in the military is a patronization of women Mm. a white knighting by men and ingrained distinct misogyny but i might have just say one other point if you see a group that says save x women x or save sport for women or save women's sport or fair play for women or women's being safe some nonsensical combination of that They are not a feminist group. They are a transphobic group that don't give a toss about women because it was one of these groups 
and a leader of one of these groups that turned around and said in the UK, we cannot make misogyny a specific crime where it leads to violence. We can't use that as an aggregating factor. Mm -hmm. We can't have that written into law because, and I quote, it might include trans women and we'd have to also make misandry an offence as well. So because more people would get protected that they didn't like, they decided that they were going to take a large shit in a brick shit house on women and women's safety in general. So to anyone listening out there and you see Save Women Sports or similar organisations or you see Fair Play for Women or you see Standing for Women, or you see an idiot named Dr. Nicola Williams, who, yes, I will call out, and yes, Nicola, you can sue me directly, and I will happily see you in court. Twitter.com forward slash Phoebe J. Rose. <laughs> and I will happily see you in court, because you and all your ilk are nothing but transphobic charlatans who are anti-science, anti-women bigots. Phoebe's had her say. And hopefully, hopefully the podcast will last a few more episodes under the weight of <laughs> the barrage of legal threats coming in. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so it was a very, uh, very um, emotionally charged uh, subject, uh, clearly. Um, and I'll tell you why it's emotionally charged. Because I simply exist. Indeed. And this is what people seem to need to get into their head. I didn't choose to be a trans woman. I just simply am a mm. trans woman. I am not a paedophile. I am not a predator. I am not a danger to women. I am not in it to invade women's spaces. I'm not in it to win gold medals at the Olympic Games or the Football World Cup. I'm in it for my own sense of personal well-being, mm. my own personal mental health, physical health, friendship, and to lead the best life that I can. If that happens that I finally one day win a football match, brilliant. If it means that I never win a football match, oh well. But guess what? You can go and take your pseudo-feminism and your synthetic care for anybody, and you can go and shove it so far up your ass. The sun stopped shining on it. Very, very well put. Um, what was I was going to? I was going to say something in response to that because. Clancy. Yeah, yeah Clancy, rescue me before my before, before I put my foot in my mouth, my mouth again. You can shelve it. That's what I said, Phoebe. <laughs> so I, again. Inexplicably, I agree with Phoebe. Hmm? I'm sorry. Well, but... so sorry for what? I agree with I agree with Phoebe as well. I'm just. Well, I, I was just going to present some other view, some other viewpoints that I've heard for Phoebe. If you, would like, if you would like the science, I can you know. Actually, that, 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 that I agree. I agree with the science, and this is the thing that most people who pro protest against the biological reality. Don't actually fucking understand what the biological reality. And that's is. probably half the uh, half the battle is that we're so ingrained in this dual nature 
that anything that changes our perception of that dual nature will and in a way you could liken it to maybe the racism debate of the 1960s where yeah, people the homophobia are so, debate of the 1980s. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Like, but where, where, where people are so ingrained in a particular mindset that it takes a lot of pushback and and but resistance but and counter-arguments to get over that. But this is the point, Damien. It's not about gender. It's about not about biological identity. It's about mm-hmm. gender affirmation. And mm-hmm. gender, in a way, is a nonsense term because we assign gender. Mm. We don't assign biology. No, that's... And gender is a sociological and... Well, you say race, race is also uh, one of those well, as well. race is all... Exactly. It's, mm. it's a... Yeah, on that point. It's not actually race. a real thing. On that point of race, my stepfather is Nigerian. Oh, the okay. first time he was called black was when he came to England. First time he was called black was in England. Okay. Because when he's in Nigeria, Everyone's. he's not black. He he's just, just is. Another person. <laughs> he just is. Yeah. And, 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 and look, Fabian makes a really good point because when you are existing in your environment that you've grown up in you are existing in the environment that you've grown up in. It's mm-hmm. only when you go to an environment that you are not necessarily native to that things are different. So it's really um, random that we assign things to people according to those cultural differences. And the other thing if, is... If, if we set people for who they are, it doesn't matter. Yep. Which is... And one more thing, one more thing. This idea and this notion of this binary is ingrained and deeply ingrained in Western ethnocentrism because European settlers went to some parts of the world and saw sexes that they didn't like or mm-hmm. sorry, sexual expressions that they didn't like and gender variance they didn't like, and tried to eradicate it. Do you have any examples of that? Look at Africa. Look at the Native American tribes. Okay. Native American tribes have a minimum of four genders. They have male, female, two spirit, and something else. Okay, all right. Go to Africa. You've got different expressions up the wazoo. It is only this western ethnocentric christian based nonsense that we're somehow only male and only female and differences in sexual development should just be ignored and thrown in the bin and persecuted that we were in this mess in the first place Uh, i will quickly correct you in that being familiar with asian cultures um asian cultures are also fairly binary as well the the word the words they have for uh, gender yeah. typically here's, are... a, here's another thing here's another thing japanese and chinese only have genders in their languages when they're dealing with european languages before that yeah. they didn't bother with them mm. look there, there's a long history in aboriginal torres strait um cook islands south pacific islands where mm. they talk about 
sister girls and the third gender and all those sorts of things as well. There's, uh, I think there's an island in the Mauritius, correct me if I'm wrong, where genetically a lot of the children don't actually express their sexual sexual identity until they're in their 12th or third year until they hit puberty. So they raise them as girls okay. until that point where they actually start to genetically differentiate. So that, that, that'd, be, uh, that'd be interesting uh, in, our, yeah. in our Western... So, uh... so there, there is an island. I've read about it. I okay. can't remember what the now, Phoebe, name of it. So, so, okay. I've just dropped the link to the island. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. In, the okay. in South so Sulawesi. Yeah. So there's, this is the point that, and, and I completely agree with Phoebe too, there is a whole different area of these expressions, mm -hmm. okay? It's not male and female. There is a whole range of different expressions of gender identity and sexuality. And the problem is that we're so focused on male and female in Western society that we forget that this exists. Mm -hmm. But we, we concentrate on this way too much because we genderize everything in society according to how people present. And it's actually irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I, brought, I was brought up as a girl with a boy's name. I got mistaken so many times as a boy. It's not funny. I grew up thinking that I was a boy, okay? I wanted to be a boy. It wasn't until I hit puberty went, oh, okay, I'm actually a girl. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck does this matter? Because everything that's imposed upon us, genderized behaviour is irrelevant. It doesn't actually matter how we behave. It's all false. We don't actually express our gender in our behaviour. We're socially conditioned to behave a certain way. You know, women tend to be socially conditioned to behave a certain way. Men are socially conditioned to behave a certain way. But it's actually relevant to our sexuality and our gender, how mm. we behave. Mm. We all actually have that capacity to behave how we are. And this is my point, is that it doesn't actually matter in society today. We are who we are. Uh -huh. So Phoebe, I love you, Phoebe. Phoebe is a woman. Okay, she, uh, she identifies a woman. I don't care what her biological XY chromosome or whatever it is. It doesn't actually fucking matter. I don't even I know what chromosomes. Am, exactly. It doesn't actually fucking matter. P, P and Q. It doesn't matter. I identify as a woman because that's what I feel I am. But at the same time, I don't feel that I am constrained by my chromosomes to behave in a certain way that is defined by how we think women are. Okay? Absolutely. Exactly. Right. Well, I was going to say... I've got one question for you, Damien. Oh, one question for you. Yep. 
when did you last question whether you were a man or not? Oh, I've, exactly. Uh, well, I was going to say, this is, um, I, as when I try to say something, I get jumped on and I'm trying to <laughs> express. <laughs> no, you don't get jumped on, Damien. You just get schooled by people who know more. Well, I'm, I'm not actually pushing, putting a particular position. I'm just trying to I'm trying to host the show and ask all these probing questions. And it's like, shut up, Damien. Don't put foot in your mouth. It's like, hold on. I'm here to run a show. I'm not... You know, um, Damien, I was going to say, this is why we love you, Damien. This is why we love you. Oh, really, we I'm, I'm, feel, you, I'm feeling the love. And I was going well. to say, Phoebe, I, I love, I love you too, Phoebes. You are, you're one of the funniest, wittiest people I, I know. Uh, same as Clance, but you know, I, I, you're to, to me, you're a woman, and I don't really give two hoots. If any, if anyone said you're not, I would argue vociferously with them. About that. I'll tell you this. I was at a meeting the other day, at a meeting, virtual meeting the other day, and at one point, I said, "Look, I'm a trans woman." This person went, "No, no, you're not. You're lying. You're making that up. You're making that up to score points so that you can get all these benefits. You are not a trans woman." I was like, "Yikes." Okay then. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll take that. So your your question to me was, uh, "When did I question from men?" I've actually. How can I say, I actually kind of, uh, I first have to start off with what is a man? And th this is the thing, like, I, I'm a man because I'm a, a man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a man partly because I'm a grown adult male. Ooh, so, yeah, what's that that phrase? Is it because well, you have I, a penis? Well, sorry, 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 clients. Is it because you have a penis? Uh, partly that, but I also have, you know, uh, muscular definition in some places anyway. Um, lots of facial hair, um, lots of body hair, um, tendency to take take risks. Um, hey, I know, take stuff. bloody loads of risks, mate. <laughs> but but yeah, why uh, does that? But why does that make you a man well, as this opposed is... to a biological male? I'm going to well, say this... one more thing. I'm going to say one more thing. When did you last experience gender incongruence? Mm. I don't know if I. I don't know if I have. The, the, it's a bit weird because yeah. it's like I. I've never dressed up in women's clothing. So the closest Would I've got. Would you do is, drag though? Maybe. Uh, I'll say the closest <laughs> I've got is accidentally walking to a woman's toilet, and I feel very felt very embarrassed by that. But um. As just I was a saying, toilet so, uh, at the end of the day. Yeah, so it's just, just I, a toilet. Well, it is, it is, but it's more the people in there that saw me walk in and out, and it's like, oh, you went through the wrong toilet. So yeah, um, it's still just wrong? the toilet. Though. Is that wrong though? This is the question. It, it, not, not, not wrong. Not, just, not wrong in a criminal sense. It's more wrong in a, a social sense. Yeah, faux pas. It's exactly. just a faux pas. But um, it's a very good question, and I kind of have to start by asking myself, what is what is a male? And I don't have I don't have a fully formed answer, but from what I can gather, what makes a male is a I suppose a preponderance to a certain uh, type of behaviour or certain characteristics. Now, okay, what what, so what, the, what what those are I can't exactly tell you because I said I'm slowly exploring the question myself and I'm taking in all these viewpoints, so I don't actually have like a fully formed. Uh, opinion on the issue except that we should treat people with respect that's the only thing okay. the only thing i'm going to say positively say is that you know we should treat people with, with 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 respect and if that includes if that includes biting your tongue and 
referring to someone by a gender that you may not agree with, then then just then just do it. You know, not not so not, not, not the same as what we do in this though. case, but you know, even if yeah. you were like even if you're like the mass, world's most massive transphobe, at least pay the person that's in front of you some respect. Is is was all I'm saying. I'll say this as well. I'll say this as well. If you are the biggest anti-theist on the planet and somebody presents to you as a very religious person, mm-hmm. don't be a wanker towards them and start spouting your nonsense. Exactly, exactly. If, if there was a feminist in front of me, I'd, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, and let's say I was a men's rights activist. Let's say I was Bettina Arndt. And oh, my God. Dear, <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> you know, and let's say Jermaine Greer was in front of me, you know, I'd say, hi, Jermaine, how, how the, you know, how's the garden going or, you know, stuff like that. You know, I, I believe in, if we all paid each other personal respect, I think the world would be just a bit of a better place, you know. Look, I, I have to agree with you, Damien. Oh, it's a... I do, I do. Whoa. So respect, respect, respect is very important. So, um, having said, having said that, I respect you. Thank you. As a male identifying human being mm-hmm. who happens to think that he has, you know, male gender. And, you know, you've got a couple of kids that sort of proves that. That's, <laughs> yep. that's good. Um, ha- having said all that, though, it's I find that a lot of the um, – criteria or the gender identities are assigned okay so you can be male you can be female but that's independent of how your cultural identity is male and female is okay so you can spawn children as a male but doesn't mean you actually identify with the cultural genotype of being male. Does that make sense? Um, I suppose in a, in a Western binary model, I am both a man and a male. You are, but that's the point. It's, it's, it's definitely a culturally assigned oh. role. So there's behaviours that have been assigned to being male mm-hmm. That don't necessarily oh. align with the biological reality of being male. Does that make sense? To, to, to a point, to a point. Um, okay. Without so having studied it in depth of... myself, I'm still a yeah. little bit. Ten- I, I'm giving tentative answers because I. I so I'm, I'm on a I'm on a journey of discovery myself. Yeah, but I'm saying that you can you can have children, you can have dick, and have sex and spawn children mm-hmm. and be male and identify as male but not necessarily behave no exactly exactly as the cultural representation of a male okay? and i think this is what this is what we we're saying before phoebe came to the chat is you have like your yes. biology which is your chromosomes and that you have your neurology which is what happens in your brain then you have what exactly. people think of you and expect you to do exactly so your behavior and your biological sex does not necessarily have to align. No. All right. So, so someone so actually, someone I actually have, asked me I, a very yes. good question. Sorry, sorry, guys. Someone actually asked me a very good question the other day. Is an effeminate man still a man? Well, yes. <laughs> That's yes. The, the, the question is well, it's why. Like, it's like, it's like, it's well, it depends like, how they define themselves. Yeah. Is, well, here's, the que- here's the question. Here's the question. If an effeminate man says, "I'm a man, but I'm effeminate." 
they're still a man. They're just expressing themselves differently to you. Mm. Is a drag artist still a man when they're out of drag? Is a drag artist still the person they were before they went into drag? They're just portraying a character. But of exactly. course they yes. are. Yeah. So who the bloody hell are these people to say, well, that's not a man because they don't have, you know, a job down the building site, smashing concrete for a living, <laughs> going home and, you know, drinking beer and shagging 30 women a night. Bloody hell are they to say all that nonsense? No, no. Um, look, but look, I, I, think the, I think the question is, is it assigned or is it assumed? Okay. Or is it? Or what part of it is inherent as well? Well, well inherent. That's and that's a really good question. I, growing up, I used to question whether I was really a girl because all the shit I liked was the shit that boys liked, boys, and all yep. the shit I didn't like was the stuff that boys liked. But up at the same time, sport. I didn't like the stuff that boys liked. <laughs> well. Anyway, ladies, I'm going to end this very, uh, very quickly. I've got a, I've got a, a daughter. Uh, to pick up uh, from from work. Um, uh, well, the birth certificate, um, and she identifies as my daughter. So, um, but uh, one last question, uh, Phoebe, sea lining. Sea lining. Sea lining is where somebody asks a question that they deliberately know has no defined answer, purely and simply to create. A situation where they can go, oh, look, you don't know. Oh, uh, look, you don't know. Oh, look, oh, look. And where you definitely uh, know. Okay, yes. No, I'm not I, I'm not the sea line type, and I do find that no. happens in theological debates. <laughs> so yes. I tend to avoid myself. Where, and, and I'm not asking questions for the sake of, ah, uh, you don't know. It's I more understand. as a, as a show host, I'm trying to steer conversation to get. Absolutely. Yeah, well, so, which is why I said potentially that nice message. But what I would say thank you very much. is that when you see somebody on Twitter engaging, and they're in the middle of a thread, and then they turn around and go, so what is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is a man? What is a woman? What is a human? They yeah, know that they're doing that with the full understanding that they're I'll just trying dick. to waste time and be an absolute prick. Yes. The false equivalency. Because you don't know, therefore, yeah. Now I, I get we, I get we. In a theological sense, I like yes, I've, I've experienced the equivalent in theological debates, and it's uh, yeah. it's, it's annoying as all hell. For a very, um, anyway, I'm, I'm going to let uh, Lee Chu have the last word before I end this in this chat. But anyway, thank you for joining me. Thank you for a very uh, very heated discussion. Um, very very thought provoking, very thoughtful, uh, ladies. Uh, Clancy, any last words? Well, I feel that we talked about a lot of very profound stuff without talking about anything specific. It, it all got derailed when Phoebe came in and laughed about Victoria police culture. You naughty person, <laughs> Phoebe. Phoebe. I think we talked about some really important things, but just not very specific things. No. Phoebe, all I, all, last words. All I, will say, all I will say is if you're going to swear, make sure you do it legally because not swearing legally can cause you a lot of shit down the line. Whether mind your P's, in, mind, in mind church, your P's and Q's and dot your I's and T's. Oh, and if, you're, and if you're in the church, make sure you read what the Pope has told you to say, otherwise you could be in, in the naughty tree for a very long time. It don't say we instead of I. But until next time, let we us... We will see you next time. While, while we save the... Governor General! Woohoo!
Yeah.